Today, we conclude our three-part discussion on women in stress. This is Gina DiPietro with Novant Health, Healthy Headlines. In this episode, psychotherapist Sultana Nosrati speaks with writer Alicia Roberts about apps, books, and websites for managing stress and anxiety. It's worth noting that both women are working moms themselves. In addition to the tips, Nosrati explains how she arms her patients with cognitive behavior therapy strategies that will help them cope with the tough moments life sends our way long after their therapy sessions have come to an end. Thanks for listening. Boundaries are absolutely essential. Right. And they're difficult. God, they are so difficult. But it's it's worth investing in. It's worth kind of trying to figure out. And you're not always going to get it right at first. But if you keep at it, eventually you'll know where they are and you'll know which ones not to cross. Can you give me an example of, of a situation where you need to set a boundary, or even in your own life or, you know, kind of anonymously a patient's life where they needed to set a boundary and they set it and the results were? I can tell you about me. So I have uh, two kids, and again, I said I'm a workaholic. I like to take care of things. It's kind of a personality flaw. Right. And so my, my husband and I get up and I would get the kids clothes ready and then I make them breakfast and then I make sure that I wake them up because I want them woken up just right. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> get up. <laughs> I do not want any of them to have a bad day. Uh-huh. And then I, I, I run to work and I get there and I do all this stuff. Right. And then I realized I started struggling. Mm hmm. And I was struggling because as time was going on, I was doing more and more in the morning for the kids and my husband less and less. Mm-hmm. Right. Or at least I felt it was less and less. So I, I had a conversation with my husband. I said, listen, we're not going to do this. You, you need to get, you need to get them dressed again. And he looked at me and he says, you're the one that took all this stuff over. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so when I see setting boundaries, sometimes you have to set them with yourself. Yeah. Um, so I said to him, you know what, from now on, you get them dressed, you get them downstairs, I'll just get breakfast and I'm heading out because I, I work 20 miles from where I live. Uh-huh. And, you know, a couple of days ago, I started doing that and then I was going to go up there and wake them and get them dressed and I had to stop mm-hmm. and say, okay, no. You told him that he wasn't helping you enough, so now you gotta you gotta set the boundary, right? With 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 me, mm-hmm. does that make sense? It does, yes. And it's also about the expectation um, of one of the therapists I work with. I call her the the absolute saint of therapist. She's as close to perfect as you can find, and she said to me, "Sometimes you have to realize that as a therapist, you are not the village." you need to help them find their village, mm-hmm. you know, of people and resources. You can't be all for everybody. So one way is to help them find their village. And that's yet another boundary. You ever be that employee that can do everything and you're always on top of your deadline. So you notice people start giving you more work. Mm-hmm. Right. And you don't want to say no because you don't want to seem like you're not a pain player. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Well, what ends up happening is you're full of stress. You end up getting the flu and someone else gets the promotion anyway. Yeah. So instead, you look at the actual time you have in the day 
and then you decide how many projects you can feasibly do and still take care of yourself and still be, you know, half decent when you get home. Mm -hmm. And then you learn to say, I would love to take this project on, but Mm -hmm. unfortunately with project A, B, and C, I'm unable to, unless of course you'd like me to take this off my plate so I can take this on, I'm happy to do it. Right. Right. So still a team player, but you set a boundary. Right. And not everyone's going to be happy with you, but if you're consistent, eventually people fall into line. Mm -hmm. You know, I am not by any means saying that I'm a success story, but I actually at different points in my parenthood have done Mm -hmm. that with my schedule in terms of how much time I want to spend with my family and my kids and sleeping and work and all of that. And it's actually, I don't know that I've solved any problems other than understanding how much time there is in a day yes, and what, what my priorities are, you know, it, it's absolutely, it was actually very illuminating and it actually made me feel a little bit less stressed. Yes. That's precisely what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Looks like you caught it. Well, sometimes it's fleeting, but (laughs) (laughs) like I said, as long as you're a mother, you will always have some, some worry there, you know, some Mm -hmm. stress because I, I mean, I don't know anybody like just like, man, I don't worry about my kids at all. (laughs) Usually that's indicative of a different problem altogether. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's so many conversations that women don't have Mm -hmm. because they're worried about what the reaction would be. Right. Do you know of any good, like, online tools that can help me determine my level of stress? Um, not necessarily stress, but I find that anxiety is closely tied to stress. Mm-hmm. So I use the GAD7, uh, which is a seven questions to try to find out, you know, how what the level of anxiety is. Mm-hmm. I use that with a lot of patients. Okay. And it's funny, like sometimes I ask myself the same questions just to figure out whether I need to do a little bit more, a little bit less of something. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily for stress, but okay. it is definitely a really good tool that I use for anxiety. Okay. Which I, I honestly believe there's very little difference there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and what about, do you, are there any books or apps you recommend for helping to deal with stress or anxiety? So um, I used to follow this guy named John Gottman. Mm-hmm. And it's the Gottman Institute. He's actually notorious for marital counseling. He's the only other evidence-based practice um, person that, that has a really high success right there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I followed him because I love their stuff. But he also puts out a lot of, like, really cute stuff for stress and depression, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, for example, one of the things he posted is, like, anxiety is a heavy rock. Yelling at it won't make it go away. Mm-hmm. And then you see the symbol of a cat with a rock on top of it, and it says, I hate you for being so heavy and hard. <laughs> and then it says, but sometimes if you take the time to feel the texture and ridges of your anxiety, it feels just a little less heavier than it was before. Right. Mm-hmm. So I got this stuff and I save them and I give them to patients. So mm-hmm. that's a really good tool. Okay. The other thing I highly recommend is cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, that's what I generally do with patients. I prefer evidence-based practice because 
you know, everyone feels good when they're seeing their therapist. And then when they leave, they're like, how did they do that? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm a big proponent of having patients actually learn what it is that I do so they can do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the, um, cognitive behavioral therapy. So we do stuff like controlled breathing. Um, but really, you can look it up online anywhere, and they have so many, so many different websites devoted to it mm-hmm. that are. It's a really, really good tool for stress reduction. Okay. Because it 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 gives you coping skills, which you know people will tout to you all the time, but it also examines the the deeper issue behind stress, I think, depression, anxiety, what have you. And if you can understand it, then you can get better control of it. Mm -hmm. But if all you're doing is a coping skill, you're not really sure why you're doing it. It might succeed initially, but not so much in the long term. Gina DiPietro again. For more practical health tips and information, search Novant Health Healthy Headlines. And if you enjoyed this three-part podcast series, please take a moment to rate and review us and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts. We post new episodes all the time. Most are just 15 minutes. Thanks for listening.